You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Feet. And this your co-host, Colin Moore. You know we love life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today we got Coach Keelan Brookings on. He's coaching at UNI with them Panthers. That's the University of Northern Iowa. And, hey, if you haven't heard of this program, man, it's one of the most secretive, unknown program that I think a lot of people underestimate. I I remember well let me give y'all a little 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 in, inside scoop on me and C mode. Now y'all already know I we didn't say this plenty of time. We played junior college football at Ellsworth. And I remember my first year there we played in a bowl called the Graphic Edge Bowl. And we played in the UNI, it was called the UNI Dome back then. I'm not sure if it's still called that to this day. But, man, when I went, i never forget, UNI was playing on um, uh, the, the, oh, it's a team from uh, Illinois. They they got uh, like a red bird, the red birds. Um, I don't know if it's Eastern Illinois. I can't, no, it ain't Eastern Illinois. I can't remember the, the name of the team, but uh, I think it's Illinois State. That's that's the name of the team. And they were playing a playoff game. And they had a beautiful stadium, man. They got a dome, y'all. A college football team with a dome. And it ain't too many that's had that have dome, but you and I had a dome. It was beautiful, man. They had a nice field, the beautiful uniform, big boy crowd in there. And it had opened my eyes to a whole new world of, you know, football for us, you know, going to the next level coming from junior college. And it really exposed me to like, man, you know what? It's other football out here than just going D1 because coming from the state of Florida, pretty much that's all you want to do and pretty much that's really your dream. But it kind of opened my eyes to a different perspective. And, man, I got to tell y'all, man, this is what his coach is coaching that Coach Brooklyn, man, and he doing his thing. He played at Wisconsin, y'all, which is a big boy D1 program, and he also played at UNI. And, man, he's a, one of the up-and-coming coaches that all y'all need to know. But without further ado, this is the story of Coach Keelan Brookings. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man, very well. Thank you for having me on. Hey, it's a blessing to have you on, Coach, because you're you a playmaker, so we got to get all into it. And I know Mike was saying uh, we loved it. When we when we came up there to see the Dome, we loved it because, you know, we mm-hmm. were so used to being in the state of Florida. So 
D1 schools that we see, you know, the D1, you know, it's the D1A and then the D1AA, but y'all call it different now. But, yeah, you know, our Florida schools, a lot of them was just D1. Then we had a couple of D1AA's, but you guys was D1AA, but y'all was like really big time. Y'all really could have been just D1 itself because y'all got everything you need. So we really enjoyed it up there. And being in Iowa and just seeing how you and I, they really love it. Like, when I was in Louisiana, if you went at LSU, uh, anything else didn't matter. But the way you and I ball so hard, y'all sit right up, right up in the mix with anything that's in that state. So I love it. And that's a blessing yeah. to you guys as well. But, Coach, I want to know, like, when did you actually know you wanted to be a coach? Because you're not <laughs> too long ago. So when did you actually know, like, hey, man, this is the way I want to go in my life? Oh, man. Well, first of all, I got to thank God. I thank my parents for giving me the opportunity to be here. Um, wanted to be a coach. I didn't know. I didn't want to be a coach when I was a college football player. I always wanted to be a principal like my father. You know, he's a principal. He's an elder at our church. So I wanted to be just like him. That was my whole dream and goals. I'm like just like my daddy. I'm going to be just like my daddy. And uh, I got to college of Wisconsin. Things didn't really go the way that I dreamt of. But now I, as, a, as a coach, I've seen it went the way of the Lord's will for my life. And I transferred from Wisconsin. I had a DC by the name of Jim Leonard. He was my DB coach at the time. And he was like, hey, Key, you kind of smart at football. Like, you're pretty smart. You get, you get it. I'm like, yeah, it's just football. And I transferred to Northern Iowa, and I took everything that he taught me about the game and about players and how to treat people, and I brought it here. When I came here, I had a kind of an edge on my shoulder. I wanted to be that guy. So I, I really didn't talk to people as much. I didn't see that personality. It makes that kind of an angry side of me. And that didn't work out for too long. It worked out for like three weeks. And then I ended up getting to really close to the D.C. here now. His name is uh, Jeremiah Johnson, Coach J.J. And we, every morning at 6.30, I would get up in the morning. It would be me and him watching film, or he'll make a cut-up for me to watch, and then I'll just give him the notes I took. Or I'll just take whatever I learned from that film session and go to practice. And then about my season ended, and I was training for the NFL, and I was going to school here still, trying to get my master's degree. And they was like, hey, you want to help out with spring ball? I'm like, yeah, whatever, cool. You know, something to do. I'm, I'm already here. I ain't about to sit in the house all day doing nothing. My dad and mom didn't raise me that way. So I come out and help with spring ball. And I'm I'm with the head coach everywhere we go. So he just telling me, do this, do this, do that. I'm like, okay, cool. It's, it's out here fun. I'm out here signaling calls. I'm still with my teammates I just played with three months ago. So I'm still really close to them. And then I was still training for NFL. So – I got to a point where I was like, man, what am I going to do next if this NFL thing doesn't work out? And that God willing, my receiver coach at the time being here ran into my uh, another elder at my church who I call a mentor, Coach Pulley, and he was like, man, Keelan was out there coaching, helping us this spring, and he's a natural at it. Like, it it's something that he's a gift. I've been working with kids my whole life because my dad's been a principal, so like talking to kids is not hard for me. He was like, man, you're, you're natural at it. So then he called me probably about two weeks after, like, the whole NFL thing didn't really work out. He's like, you ever thought about getting the coaching? I'm like, no. Why do I do that? He's like, man, I talked to your receiver coach out the blue. He said you'll be really good at it. I was like, okay, well, well I, I hear, hear it from you. I get it. But he was like, his whole thing was, if your heart's still wanting to play football, then you're not going to be a great coach. That's all. Like, okay, well, I'm going to still try to play football, so I'm going to go that route. And then about a week and a half later from there, Coach Jeremiah Johnson, Coach JJ, 
reached out to me like, hey, I have these GA opportunities for you. Would you be interested? And by this time, I, the NFL, I know I see the right on the wall. The NFL is not going to come. So I'm like, well, okay, let's try. I'll get my master's degree paid for for free, so let's do that. And I'll go be a principal and be a teacher, be a principal like my dad did. And then I got a job at University of Central Missouri under uh, Coach Bell and Coach Boda. And the first three weeks of – the last week of July and the first two weeks of August, I hated it. It was a whole bunch of paperwork. It was a whole bunch of printing and sitting in the office and not talking to people. And then off the blue, it just changed. And I was able to work with the kids during practice. I was able to see them grow and develop. And I remember my dad always saying the same, like, how are the children? And I just took that mindset going to coach. I was like, I want to develop elite young men on off the field. And the ways I could do that is be myself and make sure I have God leading my life to lead these young men. And that's how, that's how I got into it. Just out the blue, truly, because I did not want to do it. And then once I got on the field, it's hard to take away from the field now. <laughs> so, Man, look at here. I want everybody who listening to this episode. Y'all done heard it first. If y'all just heard what I heard, I already know y'all know. This is a future big-time head coach, period. That's what he is. That's what he is. I can see it. So, man, oh, God <laughs> bless you, man. God, God, I'm talking about you got that set up. Man, it's a small world. Your dad preaching, but at school, you got with being so smart, you could dissect plays, and now your DB coach, it's a coordinator. I said, he going to be. So the fact that he saw that in you, then Coach Jay, he saw that in you. Get notes for or you gonna take off and you young, you're gonna be one of them projects. Talk about I'm good. Got your own man. And so I appreciate it. You was at Central. Hey, you was at Central Missouri. See that's who they gave Mike the scholars they call the mules, right? Yes, sir. Fighting mules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike yeah, <laughs> got that scholarship. We laugh so hard because they not understanding that you got to take that money. So with you helping the players and you being on both sides, you wanted to go. Um, But it didn't happen that way because God, God can still get you to the NFL being head coach. But um, with him having you being a coach and so good at it, how do you relate that to the players, like being able to connect with things? That's a great question. I do want to hear on a point that you said about getting to the NFL. When it didn't work, my mom, when I got in the coach, my mom was like, well, maybe this is God's way of getting you to the NFL this way. The night. I was like, hey, that's a great way to look at it, mom. You know, you she a wonderful woman. I think the biggest thing I just I bring, I take away from being a coach is just ability to connect with them as a, as a man first and then build off that to be able to coach them through what my experience is. I always try not to bring my experiences in it, but that's the best way they get an example because being a young black male – that's the first thing they're going to look at. They're going to look at, well, he's this coach. He came from here. He came from here. He's young black male. He was successful. So how can I pierce your heart and pierce your mind in a way that's going to get to you so you can listen to me a lot faster than what everybody else is going to do? So I take that approach. I, I build a really good relationship with my players. I take them out to dinner. We go get breakfast. We have a breakfast club. We meet in the mornings. Sometimes we just sit there and we don't talk nothing about football. We just talk about life. Now, I love that your podcast and your, what you guys do is life and football because that's what it's truly about. If I don't have a relationship with these kids, they're not going to listen to me. 
I'm 26. They're not going to listen. They're going to be like, okay, well, you three years old, four years old than me, Coach. You know where. But when I tell them the story and that my background, like, well, this is why I am. This is why I'm here. This is how I got here. But I want you to go further than me because I know your goals and dreams and aspirations. So I don't coach the same kids the same way because they're two different kids. But I do have one coaching philosophy, and that's to treat kids all with respect and treat them with love. And as long as I love them, they know I love them. I don't got to like them that day, but I love them overall. So at the end of the day, they know we had a bad day. Let's go up there and watch this film. Let's talk about what's going on outside of football. And let's figure out how to make this day better. Now, Coach, I heard you talking about your dad, you know, being the, the pastor and the principal. And I heard you bring up your mom. I, I want to hear a little bit more about that, man. Coming up in St. Paul, Minnesota, <laughs> I want to know how was it for you growing up and, you know, how, you know the, the importance of your parents playing in the part of you becoming the person that you are today? Man, they played an important role. I have three younger brothers, two who live with me, who live with my parents and I growing up. and uh, They played a great role in our lives. You know, they, they instilled that God's first in our lives from the very beginning. You know, pray every morning, be in your word. You treat people with kindness, and that's that's what it is. Our, our houses, my parents' houses are filled with scriptures, you know, on the walls, and you just, it's a loving, but it's a God-fearing home. And that's what they raised me. You know, you're going to be a God-fearing man, and you just what you're going to do. You're going to buy by these rules. And, you know, it's kind of hard. Cause, you know, you got your friends that's out here kicking it to midnight in the high school, and you're like, I'm at the house at 9 o'clock. And then when my parents talking about whatever or playing the game, but it paid off down the road. I look back and I'm like, man, I'm here. Some of my close friends from high school are probably not where they want exactly want to be, but they're they're up and coming. But I think it's, it's that root that my parents are still in me at that young of an age. Now, for a lot of people who don't know, if you could, man, break down the experience at UNI and the UNI football program because like I mentioned earlier in the intro my perspective before even going to UNI because I remember when I first got there I remember the guys talking about yeah man such and such got he doing good at UNI in the camp but I'm looking like UNI what's that and I saw the little posters and stuff and not really realizing what type of school it was, I did. It didn't hit me till I got on campus, and we went to that bowl game my first year when I was there, and it just opened my eyes to like, oh, this nice. So if you could give your perspective and kind of let recruits know or anybody know for us what y'all got going on in the program and what they could expect from a school like you and I. Man, the first thing first is a great it's a great school. It used to be a teacher's college back in the day. The second thing I know, we, we talk about the kids from Florida. We got a dome, so it's always 70 inside the dome. Outside the, outside the dome, it get a little cold in the winter. But the program that Coach Farley has built is a program about confidence and grit and having an edge to go out there and be successful because you're playing for the guys that came before you. You're playing for your seniors. And you're playing for people that truly care and love about you. And I think that's important because J.J., like I said, J.J. means a lot to me. I'll never call another man a father figure in my life because my dad is so great. But if something would ever happen to my dad or whatever, J.J. would be that next person I'm looking at. So it's like, that's my father figure. And I was able to do that and build that relationship with him because of coming here and him trusting me and him and me trusting him because I knew he cared for me more than anything. And I think that's one thing I learned from Coach Leonard and one thing I learned 
from you and I, these coaches that we love them. We love our kids more than anything. Coach Jay always tells us, tells our group, our DB group, when we come together, on senior day, I'm going to cry. On senior day, Coach Farley cries. Because we're like, we're losing those kids that we, we recruited, we built up in the program, they worked hard, they earned everything. You know, in the summer, they're working, they're coming to workouts, they've been relationship with the teammates, they're coming to watch extra film and get an edge over their opponent. So you just start to get to know these kids on a personal level, but it's not a, a level of relationship that's not going to end because of how, how close you guys get. You're not going to de- de- deteriorate against going against that person. They're not going to lose trust in you because you build so much care in them. There's going to be times when you get upset, but at the end of the day, we're going to put an arm around you, and we're not going to sit there and yell at you. One thing about us great here, we don't yell at kids. We're going to MF kids. I can't even yell. My voice goes from high to squeeze. So I, we really don't yell at kids. When we bring them in, like, I put my arm on your shoulder, like, hey, you know you're wrong for that, or great job on this. But I'm, we just, this program taught me not to yell, but to be around people that you care about and that's going to care for you and get out to, um, to others. And that's the, the university, too. Like, I'm close to the athletic director. I'm close to the assistant AD. Like, we text, hey, how you doing? How's the family? You know, you go out to dinner with people, and you just start building those, those relationships with people. And I, I play here, and I was underneath the athletic director, and I got close to him because a, a professor connected me with him because he was like, hey, you're going to be pretty good at what you want to do, so I'm going to put you with one of my, under, one of my mentees so he can mentor you because I'm about to retire. And that's just an example of the relationships that's built here. Coach, I just want to thank you again for coming on and all the inspiration that you're giving the young men out here and all the positivity that's coming off of you and that the guys can see, man. Just everything that you are doing, not just, you know, your dreams of being a head coach or defense coordinator or whatever it may be. I just want to thank you, man, for everything you're doing right now because you pointing to the young men, and that's what they really need, positivity. And like your dad said, like, okay, well, how are the kids? You know, that that's the most important part. And sometimes I don't even think the kids realize it when they're in college so-called. They so focused about going to the next place or the next thing or the next level that they almost forget about the journey. But I want to thank you for playing such a great part and doing your job. And, y'all, this is Coach Keelan. Brookings, and he's one of the top coaches right now doing his thing at UNI. He's a young coach. He up and coming, and he's spreading positivity all across the game of football. And I want to thank him and the University of UNI for everything they're out there doing right now, even when he was talking about treating young men with respect. I surely appreciate that. And y'all, when y'all get a chance, check out UNI football program, man. The uniforms fire. The dome look good, and I'm telling you, it's a place I wouldn't mind playing myself if I was a kid coming out of high school, or you might want to transfer, or just coming out of junior college, man. And I want to thank all the coaches out there, matter of fact, because this upcoming season coming up soon. So y'all know what time it is, baby. Football season here is right around the corner. And, hey, I'm going to leave y'all like I always leave y'all. Keep your head up. And not down, or else you'll fall to the ground. This is the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time.
This is a new state, I try to get right This is a new state, I get on track Yeah, that's life in football This is a new state, I live your life This is a new state, I try to get right This is a new state, I get on track Yeah, that's life in football It's life in football